Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. My name is Jason Lindsay. And my name is Kitty Truex. How are you doing today, Kitty Truex? I'm feeling good in the hood. How are you? So we did, we just did, I'm feeling good. Thank you. We just did, a, it's Halloween. It's kind of Halloween. It's, it's like corporate Halloween. It's like corporate Halloween, right? The Friday before Halloween. So yes. the, 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 it's the 29th of October. When you're listening to this, it's not the 29th of October. But Probably the reason, I, normally I don't tell you the dates, but the reason we're doing this is because... We just did a little uh, Instagram live thing with our costumes on. So I'm staring at you as Prince. And I'm staring at you as it's, Brad Pitt as Tyler yeah, Durden. Well, yeah, t- as Tyler Durden from Fight Club. And so we're having Nice some, job, by the way. Well, thank Great you. costume. Yeah, thanks. Well, it's easy. I don't have to wear makeup. I mean, you have to do a heck of a lot more. I mean, plus you're, oh, change, you're changing genders right <laughs> and you're, yeah. and you got half black face. I'm kidding. That's whoa. No, but no. That, that, but facial somebody, hair face. Yeah, you got facial hair. So what you're doing is, is completely cool. It's awesome. So, but the thing is, the uh, I've I, I wish, and I wonder if we'll ever get there. That they just made Halloween the last Saturday in October. That would be cool because technically it's Sunday yeah. this year, thirty first yeah, is Sunday, and so like even tomorrow, the night that everybody kind of gets festive, and there'll be some because well, uh, well, let me ask you this: Will the trick or treater kids will it be tomorrow? Right? I have no fracking clue. All right. And I asked, I actually asked Ryan that. I said. Are they going to do it on Friday night, Saturday night? Are they going to go Sunday night? Ryan's like, I don't know. I don't have count. I know Kenny. I don't I, care. I was watching. Um, there's a guy called. Are you familiar with like the you betcha guy? He drinks Bush Light. He's from like Fargo. He does a lot of Minnesota stuff. Yeah. Sounds you might, like my uncle. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's probably a lot of people's uncles. I okay. mean, they had, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Sound, he sounds like a lot of people's yep. relatives That's or, what or I'm brothers. He, he did this thing where he's like, you ever notice there's always that one house that just sets out a bowl of candy? And I thought, that's, I thought that's you had our house. That is my husband. <laughs> yep. And you know, he's like, well, you know, they should be grateful they're getting candy. And yeah. I was like, God, you're such a half-ass. So when you were young, you dressed as a nun yeah. and, and got big candy bars oh, because, because you- Because I would say, bless you. Bless and you. they would freak out. And I grew up in Northeast Minneapolis, which there Heard is a bar- and a church on every corner. I was going to say a bar and a church. Yeah, a bar right. and a church yeah, yeah, on every yeah, corner, yeah. right? Still. And and it still, yeah, still to this day. So I would go right around to those very religious or spiritual places and get my candy. Do you know who grew up in the Minneapolis? In Minneapolis is Prince Rogers Nelson. Sure did, North to Minneapolis. And dig it. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking? I about I could today? talk about Prince all day. You want to keep going? Yeah. No, we have to talk about B Rad. Who's B-Rad? B-Rad, I, I actually, after deep diving on this gentleman, I call him the Kettlebell King. You know what I'm talking about. Why I thought of him. Remember on the podcast we did? Yes, we did. I'm like, how come when I think of kettlebells, I think of you? Well, you now you know why. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like he actually kind of got hooked up with the kettlebell before it was a big thing. Yeah. And he started the kettlebell movement yes. in Minnesota, He's so big, to speak. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I remember, t- it was 2003... And so by three, four, five, six, seven, I mean, he opens the, he opens the gym with a kettlebell focus. Yeah. Where I think a lot of the workouts were only kettlebell in 07. And now if you're listening, you're like 14 years ago. But no, if you're like, if you're 40 years old, remember 14 years ago, you didn't use kettlebells. Oh, no, that wasn't a thing. It's been the last 10, five, five to 10. Yep. I would say so. They've been in mainstream. Yeah. I mean, they've been around for quite a long time, yeah. obviously. They started yeah. in Russia and yeah. all that jazz, as we learned in our kettlebell podcast. If you haven't yeah. listened to it, please go check it out. Where would you find that? Powerblock.com. Mm, heard of it. Yeah. Great website, great product. What do you how would you how would you get a hold of us if you wanted to talk to us about a topic or even be on the podcast? Well, you can you can email podcast at powerblock.com. And that's that's an easy way. You could do jason.lindsay at powerblock.com, but it'd be easier to do podcast. I'll get that email. Sure. And then there is one called My Story, My Story. at powerblock.com. And who was that for? People that well, anybody who has had a 
phenomenal benefit or a transformation or just any result from using a power block. Anyone that is like, oh, I didn't even know weights were cool until I found power blocks. Let us know. Shoot us a, a little jingle jangle email, Diddy, to jingle my stower, my, my story at powerblock.com. My stower my story. story. My yeah. story at powerblock.com. Yes, yes, please, please do. So we're going to get Brad on the phone here in a little bit to talk about not just kettlebells, but you st- stay tuned because he's he's a trainer, he's a coach, he's a life changer. High fives. He's a lifestyle Good rebel. Good vibes, changing lives. There you go. Yeah. 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 And so you're going to get some, uh, we're going to ask him questions like, you know, if well, I think I saw one. If you want to look better naked, what's your advice? You know, that kind of stuff, Bingo. right? Bingo. Yeah. So. Uh, Are you going to ask him that question? Because I want to ask him that question. You can, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, you can. You can ask it as, as Ashley. Sure, I will. <laughs> you want me to? Yes, I do. How do I look better naked? <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, so, hey, all you, well, never mind. By the time you listen to this, Halloween's long gone. But so tomorrow, one last quick thing. Uh, you'll be at Mystic Lake. I will. Casino. Yeah, tonight, doing tarot readings. Not yes. tomorrow, not tonight. Both. Both nights. Yeah. Will, do you think you'll see that polka, you know, that the stuff we talked about? That we'll, we'll, yes, I sure will. Yeah. yeah. I'll take some pictures for you. Yeah. yeah please I bet do. you would love them. Please do. <laughs> All right, let's get, uh, let's, uh, let's be back with uh, B-Rad. Yeah, well, you know him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how B-Rad and you. We went to the same high school. I know. That's but, what I'm saying. Well, we're three or we four grades history. apart. And so my recollection of him back then was when I graduated, I, he said he started lifting weights at 15. Mm-hmm. I remember this because I would come back. I think I was already done when he was probably 14. I, I graduated school, I think, when he was like 14. Okay. But you I, senior his But freshman. I saw yeah. him in his neighborhood. I drive around when I was back for, during college, and I see this kid develop kind of physically. I'm like, he must be working out. He's playing basketball, and he was a really good basketball player, and he ran cross country. Oh. Which is really, I want to talk to him about that a little bit, I, if, we, if I remember, because this town is known for football. Even back then, but especially now, but even back then, I mean, you, like the dudes played football. But I think he was one of the first cross-country. We didn't have cross-country when I was a kid. That's a small tune, a small school. Yeah, Blooming 60, Onion Prairie. 60 kids per class. Yeah. You know, f- like we had 40, it's like 30 girls, 30 guys. My class had to, had 40 guys and 20 girls. Think about that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, not for me. So, <laughs> but, but, uh, so we didn't have uh, a lot, but they've had, they have, I think they started cross-country in the mid-90s. And he was one of the first runners. But anyway, yeah, we'll get back. We'll get, I'm looking forward to yeah. talking to this guy. Right. Cool. We'll be right back. Dig it. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, sponsored by PowerBlock. After the show, head on over to PowerBlock.com and check out the wide variety of adjustable dumbbells. Please, they pay our bills. We would appreciate it. And now, back to the podcast. We are back, Kitty, and we've got Brad Nelson on the phone. Remember yes, Brad Nelson from yes, not that long ago? Remember that, that? He was the first one and currently the only person that we called on our episodes, our Thursday episodes, and we did it because he's known as what? Well, as uh, now I call him the Kettlebell King. Brad, the Kettlebell King, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? That's not a moniker he uses, but it's one I created Yeah, for well, him. that's He's fine. a lifestyle rebel. He's going to have to. You, you, that's a compliment, right, Brad? The I Kettlebell so. King, you'd take that. For sure. I bet you've Absolutely. been called worse, haven't you, B-Red? Yeah, he's been called... Many, an, yeah, many. <laughs> in, in, including an IWAC or an Iowan, right? Hey, so <laughs> yeah. let, let, let's start with that. So Brad, Brad Brad, grew up in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. I grew up there. I graduated high school in 1991. Brad, what were you, 95? 95. So, shit, did we lose him? Mm-mm. No, say that again. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, now we got you. 95. 1995. Yeah. And went to college in Iowa, right? Yep. And then moved to the Twin Cities area, but then you you're you you're back in Iowa. What's the reason you ended up back in or ended up in back in Iowa? 
you want the long answer or the short answer? Well, you know, we I not we, we love the long answer, but our listeners with the way we do our podcast, if you could do the short one, that'd probably be better because there's other things we want to talk about. Well, the super short answer is I was looking for a warmer climate. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, when I sold my. Um, you know, going back, I fast fast forward here. I'm going to go back and fast forward. So when I went to college, I moved back to Woodbury, lived there for 17 years up in the Twin Cities, um, owned a gym there for 10 years. When I sold it, we had the opportunity to move back. So my, my wife and two of her other siblings joined the family business. Okay. So we're back in their hometown. And what town is that? New Hampton. And that's, I'm, I'm making an assumption that's like under 5,000 people. Thirty four hundred. So, oh, so, but, okay. but you know, but double so, the size of Blooming Prairie. Well, that's where I was going with this. When if if you only if you grow up in Blooming Prairie, and there's a few other towns around the country that would probably be similar, but there's not a lot. Yes. Then, then you know what small is. Nineteen hundred and ninety six people. We could run it to two thousand with four more people. Let's just call it that. But it's, even it out. But there's no stoplight. And there is no town like a mile away or two miles away or five Correct. miles away. So we're this little farming community, one one square mile, if that. And 60, oh my. 60 kids per class. I had 63. Yeah. What did you have? 65? 70, 71. Yeah, big, yep. big class. Boom. Now, they're big down, now they're down in the 50s and even 40s sometimes. Yep. So Brad, what I remember about Brad is that I was gone. I knew who he was because he's a younger kid. You, you, you know pretty much everybody from 8th, 7th, 8th, ninth grade. You know their name at least. You know, they run around town. He lived on the other side of the tracks, as we called yep. it. Whoa. And yep. And I come back from college, you know, in the summers and I'm, you know, working summer jobs and I'm hanging around probably up to no good. And I see this kid develop like physically um, in, in, into quite an athlete. And if I remember, that's you, that you got into weightlifting. Was that at Tess's gym or where did you start getting into weightlifting at 15 or 14 or whatever? Yeah, was? for sure. It was at Tess's. Uh, my back, uh, of all things, um, the lady next door, literally less than 10 yards from my house, added on a um, a gym and she's like, Hey, do you want to work here? All you got to do is answer the phone and set hair appointments and then you could work out the rest of the time. <laughs> Sweet. Like, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Wow. That's a cool gig. And you were, you know, so were the awesome blossoms. We get made fun of for that, whatever it is, what it is. It does help now that that football team is wonderful. 27 wins in a row, by the way, if you didn't know. <laughs> yes. And, correct. and, uh, you know, it's another, Congratulations. another state contender, possibly they play Saturday. Tomorrow. Awesome. So, but you didn't play football. If I remember right, Brad, you, were you on the first ever cross country team at Bloomington Prairie High School? I was. Yep, absolutely. And did you play football before that? And did you, or did, and did, and if not, did you, well, did you play football before I cross played, country? I played a couple, I played in seventh and eighth grade, and my mom was so afraid of me getting hurt. You know, it's kind of funny, you know, and then she's like, I don't want, really don't want you to play football. And so, whatever. I, I, I basketball was my main sport. And then um, got into track and cross country later on. And did you? So, did, so you never went back to football. You just ran cross country nope. all for, ah. for for like four or five years, or how many years? No, cross country was only we only had cross country in my senior year. That was the oh, first okay. and only year we had it when gotcha. I was in high school. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. So, and the reason I bring that up is that they still have that program. Was that John Brun's first year? Was that is that the he? Um, he was uh, the our assistant. Jacobusy was our was our gotcha. first, uh, cross country coach. Yep. So the reason I bring it up is that they still have it, I think, and I'm trying to encourage my my nephew, my middle nephew, to do that. Um, he didn't do it yep. in seventh grade. I'm like, dude, if you don't want to play football, do that. It's such a great, you know. He's like, well, I haven't ran yes. much. Who cares? That's what that's you'll that's what train. it's for. Absolutely. Yeah. 
you know, and, and, yep. and I remember because I'd see you guys on the golf course, and I, you know, I'm like, oh, that's where they got to run, huh? But that's, you know, that, but it, which is, a, it, it works out, but as a golfer, you're like, what the hell are these guys doing out here? Um, <laughs> so anyway, so Brad, let, here's what I want to, let's start with this. You majored in exercise science at what college? Buena Vista. And was that the program, exercise science? Yep, and exercise why, nice. science. And why did you do that? Uh, well, quick story. I started out as a computer science major, which lasted two weeks. And I was taking a principles of conditioning class at the same time with a track coach. And I was like, uh, computer science sucks, but this other <laughs> stuff is kind of interesting. And since I've been working at Tessa's for four years already, I was like, oh, this makes a little more sense to what I want to do. So I switched two weeks in. That's rad. Be rad. Great yeah. story. Um, I actually want to know a little bit more about your wife because you talk about her as a little feisty thing. Uh, and she was actually oh, yeah. with you on, you were on TC Live, Twin Cities Live. Uh, back oh, man. In, yeah, oh, I, I dove deep, brother. I like um, this. You were on Twin Cities Live and she was actually your your move model. She was there with you, yes. right? So I was, yes. I was like, you're like, this is Jordan. She's going to show you. And I was like, that's his wife. So anyway, I just want to kind of ask about your wife and how long uh, is she kind of in the same vein as you doing fitness or you know what is not what is her trajectory close. not, not even, even close well uh, she's really good at kettlebells yeah she so what happened was we met in 2006 and when i met her she was um you know she was the a sales rep for ups she was ranked number one in minnesota and number three in the nation as a 27 year old right out of college she went to st thomas up there um and then, you know, typical what they do is they pull the best salespeople in and they say, hey, guess what? You're capped at this this amount next year uh, because you're making more than your three supervisors. And she said, okay, well, here's my two weeks notice and walked Ooh. away. So so she's got a little, uh, she's big into sales. Um, I like and her. Entrepreneur, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. She is so um her uh, the family business her parents started a uh that's a whole other story that i won't go into but they started a business back in the late 70s her dad did um they do aftermarket automotive parts so oh. part of your transmission parts of 150 employees and so her, her and two of her other three siblings moved back to iowa got it to start the process of taking that over so they're i mean it's a non sexy business but it's amazing so you have the town. sexy business is what i'm understanding I you do, do the sexy I stuff do. yes <laughs> very much so now you're i want to dive right in lifestyle rebel when i was on your website bradnelson.co when i was on yep. your website i saw that you are a lifestyle rebel what does that moniker even mean to you brad uh to me it means um I am in two. So let's go back. When I left college, I, I uh, started at Lifetime Fitness in Woodbury. I worked there for 18 months. Been there. Then I, then I worked at Second Wind Exercise Equipment between three different stores, a total of 10 months. Couldn't handle retail. And at the t same time, I was, um, I guess you call it the, I call it the gateway drug, getting into <laughs> MLM or multi-level marketing. Yep. And just figured out my way that I am officially unemployable. It's very hard to pin me down. I can't do it. I can't go off of somebody else's thing. I want to create my own stuff. I want to create my own income. And so it's just a way of me, I guess, encapsulating that as a lifestyle rebel is just not operating off of everybody else's time or getting a job. I love that. And you have an alter ego, don't you? 
I do. Mm. I, 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 when I was running my gym back in the day, I started creating these videos that are, I have like 43 of them that I made are just parody videos of me dressed up as a guy called Nitro with an Australian accent. So there you go. I'm going to have to look those up. I was like, have you been on an American Gladiator budget? I don't think I I knew that. Wow. I'll I'll have to check them up. Yeah. Nitro. Well, so Brad, so, but but here's the thing. So I know you got big into uh, Advocare and that, that, that did well for you. But you were Spark, you young. were uh, you know a gym owner for ten years, and then in the, and that was a successful uh, business, I assume. Yep. yep. And are you? Do you own a gym now? No. And so will you? Um, will you ever again? Is that something? Is it because you're in a small town, or is it just a, a, you, you? You've been there, done that. What's the reason? Uh, two big things. One is small town. It would never compan- uh, command the prices that I could up there and just the demand of, of everything. And two, I mean, now I've got three kids, um, 10, eight, seven, and I coach all of them in some, at least one sport. So it's just, it just the gym industry was awesome. And the way I was running stuff was with boot camp classes. And so I was married to my gym. I mean, mm. literally, I was there at 530 in the morning. I'm there at 630 at night and I needed to find a way out. Uh, and that was really where the MLM came in. It was it created the income for me to have the decision to walk away before these other opportunities came up. Um, but yeah, I mean, this moving forward now, I mean, the gym industry, I, I tell people the gym industry is if you're going to run like a boot camp style or a boutique style uh, facility, it's really sexy when you're single. It's not as sexy when you're married, and it's definitely not as sexy when you have kids, because <laughs> kids are up all night. You got to get up for class. I mean, there's just so many other things that are happening. Unless you can really find, you know, two or three or four good trainers and really build out your staff to cover classes. And I had two or three people, but it was just it just became overwhelming. I can see that. Well, I'm also going to make a prediction, and I don't I don't take this the wrong way, but that you have the personality of a control freak, so it would be hard for you to let somebody take over that business and oh yeah. yeah you know me you yeah. know me yeah so no i know i know gym owners i mean i know gym owners <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, and yeah. so it's, you yes. know it's like you can be successful you're there ding, your you're there ding to dong but the, the yes. whole the whole work on your business it's a hard business to work on rather than in it, it just it's really challenging so uh so anyway so but you but you're still part of you're still part of the industry changing lives right how do you do that now yeah, what we're doing now is a buddy of mine, Adam Glass. Um, he's known more as a grip, uh, old school strongman guy. Um, one of the top five in the entire world. He and I have started wow. a podcast, and um, we've started to put together some things with some programs with some people. Um, and so our podcast is called Sucker Punch Radio, and it's delivered through an app. Everything's delivered um, basically to your phone off of all the other platforms so we can control speech and all that nonsense that's going on now too. And um, yeah, it's all, it's, it's going to mushroom from there. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your new podcast, brother. Can't wait to listen to it. Sucker Punch Radio. Why that name? Why'd you come up with that name? We wanted something that I guess uh, defined the opposite of what most things out there. And so when you think of a sucker punch, you may or may not see it coming. Most likely mm. you won't. And that's where it started. Mm. I dig it. That's I cool. dig that too. Yeah. Let, You're not going to see it coming. Let's a, let's ask Brad some questions about, do you want let's ask him some kettlebell stuff. Yes. I actually would love I know to. You, yeah. You've got some stuff. Uh, now the kettlebell beatdown is something that you used to do 
I want to know what got you into kettlebells in the first place? How did you even find them? Because you're like one of the first people to rock kettlebells oh, yeah. here in the state of Minnesota, I know. Yep. So back in two, it was around 2000 or 2001, I had, I was starting to transition out of lifetime and, um, I, I think it was muscle and fitness or something. I read a, an ad from Pavel Satseline, the Russian guy that came over here through Dragon Door or John cooked up with him through Dragon Door. And I started doing his program called power to the people. And it was super simple. It was two exercises five days a week, you literally did deadlifts and one-armed barbell presses. And hmm. that was this, this completely flipped everything on its head in the gym industry at the time, because everybody's like, Oh, whatever, two exercises, you know, this and that and the other, and this Russian guy, who's he? Well, a year later they started coming out with, you know, they started really promoting kettlebells. And, um, I, I looked it up. I'm like, I'm really bored with my own training right now. You know, everything that I've ever done is really a extension of I'm bored with myself trying to find something different to, to do. And so got into that, went way, to the yeah. first or get, went to the second certification they ever held through Dragon Door. And that was in September of 2003. And, um, you know, people were laughing at me. People that I worked with at Lifetime were like, you're crazy. That's never going to catch on. And then all of a sudden, you know, five years later, I think four of them went and got certified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so waka yeah, waka. I mean, it was, it, what was kind of, it was kind of, it's, it's just one of those things where it's weird how life intersects in certain areas. And you know, what are the chances that the Mecca of the kettlebell world was literally in St. Paul? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Wow. It's right. so weird. Like all the certifications were held there for only there for, for the first five or six years before they started traveling to them. So everything was literally right there. Sounds like divine timing do you, to me. No, that that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, Brad, do you is kettlebell workout still part of your like? Did you use kettlebells today, or will you use them tomorrow? I will. I'll. Um, I haven't trained yet today. I, I'll probably use something today. I use kettlebells probably, I'd say at least twice a week still. Okay. Um, I do stuff with them. Yeah. Now, in that is, when I was watching your Twin Cities live segment, you said that a thirty-minute kettlebell workout two times a week, you know, recommended is three times a week that actually can have an impact in that amount of time. Oh, big time. Really? I mean, Tell what, me about I, it. what I would, yeah, what I would see, I mean, my main market when I was in the twin cities was probably 28 to 45 year old females that were just looking to lose, you know, 10 to 20 pounds. You know, the, you know, kind of the prototype mom that was like, Hey, I want to get back in shape. And what happened was, you know, it, it, there was so many, so many people back then preaching still to this day, Hey, you got to lift weights and then you got to do your cardio. Well, this kind of, it, it just, it combines it all. Cause you, right. it's more of a conditioning workout than, you know, do a set, take a rest, you know, and this is before all of the, I mean, this is before CrossFit was huge. This is before all of the other hit style training was huge um, or got huge. And so, I, I, it's amazing to see how people are like, man, I can get in and out, you know, in, in, in 30 to 45 minutes, two, three times a week. And I'm starting to see results. Now I'm not, my, I'm not saying you're going to be you know, stage ready, but it's going to be a huge time, um, saver and you're still going to see results. Was your gym in, in Woodbury, was that only kettlebell workouts? 
I was basically a CrossFit without barbells. Okay. Wow. So I did, I did, I did boxes, TRX. Yeah. Okay. Um, we did a lot of like animal floor style workouts where you do bear crawls, crab walks, paired with kettlebell stuff. Um, yeah. And wh- why? Why now? Is it only a couple days a week with kettlebells? What are you focusing on more now? Um, over the, so my buddy that I started a podcast with, I've known him since 2008 and, um, you know, our lives have gone apart, come back together and just kind of a couple different times. Well, he got me into grip training. I'm actually doing my second ever grip contest tomorrow in Woodbury of all places. Good um, luck. I'll be in, I'll be in Woodbury tomorrow. So, um, it's, it's, all of these weird implements and getting into the, the, the strength training stuff so, or into the grip style. So last year during uh, the Rona, my <laughs> kids were home and I was helping homeschool them for whatever they had to do. And by week two, I was about ready to pull my own hair out, which <laughs> I, I, shaved, I shaved my head so there isn't much hair left to pull out. And uh, my wife would come home and she'd go, uh, you need a break. I'm like, I'll see you in a couple hours. So I just started, I, 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 my workouts would go from 30 to 45 minutes to, I'd just stay out in my, uh, where I have my gym at and I'd stay out there for two hours. Your happy place? This. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to go check out. So I started getting into grip training and, and really focusing on some of that. And um, I mean, I, I, I try to balance it with, you know, gymnastic style training so hand balancing hand walking um rings um wow you know pull up bar stuff like that so i don't i don't necessarily subscribe to one specific thing because i look at the kettlebell as a tool you know a lot of people look like it as hey it's just a kettlebell workout but i look at it as one tool in the toolbox i got it's you a very effective tool yeah but yeah very effective yep. Because my understanding is that a kettlebell takes like cardio, flexibility, and strength and combines yep. them. Uh, and it's All really dynamic one. rather than static, which is why it works and it has the impact that it does. Is that, would you say that's on the right track? Absolutely. Dig correct. it. Yep. Dig it. Yep. I'm going to throw you a curveball. You ready for this? Okay. Yep. If I want to look better naked in 17 days, what's going to be your top two starting places for me? Uh, <sighs> number one. <sighs> Keep a pie hole diary. <laughs> I love it. Yes, we talk about pie this. Hole diary. We talk about this all the time. That's this legit. Is, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> not the uh, and 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 we and I make it made it even simpler. I used to have people like log their food and yeah, stuff. That's and cool. Now the number the the fastest way to do it is every time you eat, you don't need to post it on social media, but take a picture of it and add it to an album on your phone. Yeah. I just said that yesterday. Them, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All you do, add it to your phone, and uh, guess what? The, the the chances of you paying attention dramatically increase when you're taking a picture of everything you're eating. Awareness, <laughs> heck yeah! Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, so that was that'd be number absolutely without a doubt number one. Number two, high hole journal um, God, is great. something that uh, I would the the number or the number two thing that I would say is do something every day even if it's five minutes. I think that's, um, have you guys, are you guys familiar with the book Atomic Habits? Yes. By James Cleary? Yes. He has a really powerful, uh, there's like a little blurb in there where they did this study where let's say somebody wants to lose 150 pounds and he goes, they started doing this thing where he just told the guy, you don't even have to go. He was, I just need you to go to the gym. You can sit in the parking lot and leave. 
And he goes, if you do that every day for like a week, pretty soon you're going to start walking in. Mm. And maybe you don't even work out yet, but maybe you go and sit in the sauna. Okay. Well, if you do this every day, you're building the repetition in your brain. Like, hey, I'm here. I might as well do something anyway. And then start working out for five minutes. Any, I just call it the two-minute rule. Do something for two minutes. If you get going for two minutes, even if you're not motivated, you're like, well, I'm already here. I might as well do this, even if it's another five to ten minutes. But if you do it every day versus even back in the day when you, you're looking at my website and some of my past stuff, you know, I was in the mindset of just get here three days a week. Now it's like just do something every day for five minutes. If you do that consistently over 30 days, everything will change. I dig that. It's powerful. It's wonderful. Very powerful. Brad, what is uh, what do you know about Tabata? I think it's great. I mean, we I did a version of Tabata. Like a lot of my um, like I would do exercise pairings. So Tabata is twenty seconds on, ten seconds off. Um, awesome, awesome really? style workouts for quick. Um, I would do stuff like I would do rounds where let's say, like for example, you'd bear crawl for 40 seconds you'd get a 20 second break and then you do kettlebell swings for 40 seconds sure and then a 20 second break and pair them so i did a version of tabata sometimes we so still had the two one longer. ratio yeah Absolutely. but it was just longer got yep. it got it yep and we we, I, we changed the timelines all the time um, just based on the day and what exercise we did. So absolutely, I think it's great exercise or awesome. great, great modality. Yeah, I dig way. it. Okay, I've got another. So another curveball. You ready, B Red? Yep, I'm you're a ready. closet. Born ready. You're a closet stand-up comedian. <laughs> tell me a joke, clown. I I, I, I I try to be. Oh my gosh, I don't even. I can't even tell you one off the top of my head right now. No. I try to make my kids laugh every day. Yeah, you got to have some dad jokes. You got to have some cool hey, dad jokes. Hey, B-Rad. what about B Red? While you're thinking of that. The, where do I this I have this in my head that you once was it you that taped all Seinfeld in college was that you oh yeah oh you're a Seinfeld oh, yes. freak aren't you, you oh, like you you, you VHS'd every single Seinfeld episode yes. wow yes. oh that's so legit we, we got to college my sophomore year we had two VH we had two uh, VCRs you know this is back in 96 97 so we literally went through and taped you know when they're on the rerun or whatever yeah, channel yeah, yeah. We taped every single episode, went through and hand edited them, all of the commercials out. <gasps> so we had this, we have, a, I still have the 10 volume VHS wow. set of tapes, right? Wow. And then the next year they started coming out on DVD. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite episode? Do you have one? Oh, That's yeah, difficult for a Seinfeld sure. fan. It's, they're on Netflix uh, now, so I've been are. watching. Netflix. Been um, I, my favorite one is is uh, uh, the chicken roaster. Oh yeah, that's good. Where where Jerry and uh, Kramer switch apartments, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and and the soup Nazi for sure. Well, and I actually so, want to call out the this. Two. I want to call out the soup Nazi because I saw on your website that it says air your grievances here. So I clicked it, yes. and it was like the soup Nazi came up. Like <laughs> sorry, sucker. It was awesome. Yeah. I want to give you props for that. Be rad. Very fun. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. One hundred percent. The, uh, yes, my mother was born on December 23rd, by the way. Really? That's uh, Festivus. Festivus. Yeah. Yes, yep. it is. Festivus. It is Festivus. Sure. <laughs> yep. So I actually want to know, I know we have some trivia. Jason's going to do some do. trivia between you trivia. and I. Normally we have Dan Rathbun do trivia. Yep. Dan's home today. It's a, He's out of the office. So I. it's going to be trivia with a Brad against uh, Prince. Well, I'm dressed up as Prince she, right uh, now. Well, because of Halloween, she's dressed in as, like as Prince. And, yeah, yeah. 
I'm dressed as Tyler Durden from Fight Club. In fact, we yes. did we did a uh, Instagram live a little bit ago. So you can go check it out. Yeah, you can go check that out. Power Block Dumbbells. Check that out. Uh, now I also see that you have a third degree black belt in mixed martial arts. Mm. Well. I just kind of wanted to give you daps for that A, and I want to know, was that did that come from boredom as well? Because it sounds like everything that you've done, the grip strength, the kettlebells, have come from boredom. So how did you start with mixed martial arts? So that was that was an interesting th- segue too. But uh, so, you know, the whole thing, to, uh, <clears throat> the coming full circle, my mom doesn't want me to play football. So I get through college, get back up to the Twin Cities, um, I knew this guy that did martial arts. He kind of broke off from his instructor. And then um, uh, it ha- the girl ha- happened to be a gal that I was dating at the time, kind of got cornered at a gas station, and I didn't really know what Ooh. was going on. And I actually knew two of the guys from Lifetime, of all things, but they were so wasted they didn't know what they were doing. And uh, she got out of there. We got out of there. And I contacted that guy the, like literally the next day and said, all right, I want to start training. So we trained twice a week, every week for six years. Mm-hmm. And um, about year two, we trained We trained the first year out of his house. And then year two, he got in with a corporation downtown St. Paul. And so we started training all of their employees as part of their wellness program. Mm-hmm. So it was like a five-year stint um, right downtown St. Paul. Wow. wow. So there you go. Sweet. Yeah. That's actually a really cool way to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Black belt. Love it. I dig it. So, hey, are we ready for trivia? No, I actually want to know how do I support <laughs> or oh, follow yeah, yeah, B-Rad first? Yeah. How do I find you? Yeah, if yeah. I'm, I'm listening and I'm like, this guy is pretty cool. How do I find you, B-Rad? You know what? The best place, I mean, people can go to either spot, but the best place to go right now is go to suckerpunchradio.com or you can get me at brad at suckerpunchradio.com. You can email me. Um, or you can contact me through bradnelson.co. Got it. Either one. The Kettlebell King. Yeah. The, the, the Kettlebell King, who is not an Iowan. He is now, but he's from Minnesota. So Dan yeah. Dan Rathbun, our, our our editor, our sound guy, our producer, he's got sound effects. He's got the, he, he comes up with five questions. Yep. He does this thing. And he's not here, so we're scrambling. Oh, so Hold on. What? Don't press nope. anything. I'm not going to press Don't anything. Don't touch anything. I won't touch anything. <laughs> So here, so here's what we're gonna do. The, the, the th- what's gonna stay the same is this: your your name is your buzzer. So when I ask a question, it's either you or Kitty, Brad. So you gotta say your name. Whoever I hear first, yep. you get a chance to answer the question. I've got three questions, and Dan, like Dan, there's really not. A, they're supposed to be fit. It's called the Fitness Inquisition, but there's really not that many fitness questions. So just be ready for that. So are you be ready, be Brad? Are you ready? I'm ready. And they're really right. they're really simple. I'm, I I came up with them as we were podcasting, so this wasn't even before I hit record. So just keep that in mind. Okay, you guys ready? I'm ready. You ready? What is the capital of Nevada? Oh my. Be red. Go ahead. Re- Reno. Kitty. Oh. Oh, snarf. I know it's not Vegas. One, <laughs> two, nice. it's three, not Vegas. Four, five. <clears throat> Both got it wrong, so no points on the board. No it's, it's actually the second smallest capital, Carson City. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are fitness people. That's why I needed my. I needed my guys with me. You see that show? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. Fifth grade son here. He would have told me. He, to be yeah, he would have got that before oh, I finished his sentence. Jeff Foxworthy. So, yeah. so, all right. Well, maybe I'll throw a fitness one at you. What is the primary function of the pectoralis major? Kitty. <laughs> Go ahead. To push 
things. No. Mm. <clears throat> Paul? Oh. Mm? I, I would say... Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know I, that. I, I, you, know, you know what? You would have known this 25 years ago during your exercise science. Oh, One, for sure. Two, three, four, five. Eh. Lateral adduction. Lateral. I, That's what I have for I, you I, there. Thanks. Yeah, well, there we go. Okay. All right. We're, third, we're really doing third, well, B Rad. Third question. <laughs> I thought these were easy. <laughs> third question. Whoever gets this wins the Obviously. contest. What is the official name of Halloween? Kitty. Yep. Sawin. All Saints Day, Day of the Dead. All right, I'll give it to you. All Hallows Eve. Yes, that's the one I was looking yeah, for. There's yes. a billion yeah. names for Halloween. Yeah, I know. But and that question was for me, wasn't it? Well, but where Halloween came from, the actual word Halloween, All Hallows Eve. All so Hallows you got Eve. It. All right, well, Kitty wins. Brad, you suck. No, I'm Whoa. kidding. Whoa. Uh, I'm still going to send you a T-shirt, though, B-Rad. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you a T-shirt. We'll get you a t- well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good question. How am I going to get those now? I'll have to have Angela do it. Um, so, hey, the uh, any any last-minute questions? Brad, well, that was really good, man. appreciate your time. I think people enjoy getting to know your background, you know, you know where, where you've been. You're a fitness industry veteran at Kettlebell King, uh, the, you know, the Sucker Punch Radio. What else you got, Kitty? Nitro, alter ego, Na- yeah, lifestyle ni- rebel, Nitro, like, yeah, yeah. connector, collaborator, consultor. He's Done a pretty a cool cat. Things. Yeah. Sounds like you're a jack of all trades. Hashtag bored. Right? Hashtag bored. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Love it. Hey, I so this. so hey, B Rad, you're gonna be in Woodbury tomorrow. So hey, that's I won't. I wish I could hang out, but I've got stuff going on. But here's the deal. I got a feeling you're gonna have to come up and watch those blossoms play in, in the in the state championship. Were you there a couple years I, ago? Oh, I I was there two years ago with my son. And yeah, I thought it was the coolest. I was thing ever. I was there too. So, yeah. Fun f- fun fact: Charlie Heimerman, Ryan Heimerman's son, yeah. is my godson. So okay. I came up to watch him play. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was right. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so if if they're back, will you go? Absolutely. Yeah. So yep. it's, not, it's not that far a drive. How far a drive is it to? Do, do you still have family I, in Blooming Prairie? Is your mom and dad? Is there, yep, are people still mom, there? Yep. My mom lives in Blooming Prairie. Um, I'm only where I live. We're two fifteen from Woodbury. Oh, that's not an bad. hour, an hour and fifteen south of Rochester. Yeah. So, okay, but you're over on the you're over on the the, the east side of Iowa, kind of, then, right? Or so we are. We're. I'll give you um, Cedar Falls. I'm forty five minutes north of Cedar yeah. Falls. Yeah. Okay. So you got a little bit of a drive to Diamond, and, Diamond yeah. Joe Casino, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I played oh, yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably an hour and a half. So yep. yeah, because you you've played. I played Joe. there. Oh yeah. K- Kitty's in a band. Kitty and the Entourage. Well, we'll have to let next time you're down there. You have to sure. Let them know. I'll let them know. Yeah. Come and cool. see me. Yeah. Would love to meet you in person, B Rad. Hey, thanks for your time, Brad. Thanks Pre- for having me, guys. Appreciate. it. We'll talk soon, man. Later. See you. Bye. Dig it. B Rad, he's pretty cool, huh? Ah, what a cool cat! Yeah, he does a lot of uh, he does a lot of stuff. Like we got in, we didn't get into a lot of his programs so, that he offers. So he was, and and this is, I gotta make sure I say this right. What I, he's a, he's an example of recognizing, you know, your shortcomings. That doesn't can't as, as unemployable doesn't yeah, want, can't I, have a job. So I he's love that. he's carved way to embrace it. He's he's able to do uh, the gym. He was busy as heck, but he really dove big time into Advil care. Which yes. is MLM? He he said that, yep. and made lots of money. Like I mean, I'm presumably I'm not saying he was that. at the beginning of it. Oh, he, but he, and he did it for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. My point is, he was able to have that freedom that that money buys you gotcha. to be able to be bored and go do these things, uh, right? Yes, that's living, man. If you're bored and you do something about it, that's living. That's the way I look at it, right? Huh. If you're bored and like, well, I'm bored, and I'm gonna go something do something. Because a lot of times people are bored, but like, yeah, but I bored of just going to my job every day and coming home and you know whatever. Yeah, pick your so, board. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me good? I can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? (laughs) 
Anything else, Jason? No, we're good. Uh, where would I get a hold of us if I wanted a topic, if I wanted to be on the podcast? Good question. How could I get a hold of us? A good question. You could, you could send smoke signals. No, I'm kidding. Uh, po- I mean, you could. I don't po- know if we'd see them. Yeah. Podcast at powerblock.com. Dig it. Can we even say smoke signals nowadays? I don't know. Podcast at powerblock.com. <laughs> and, uh, Good question. Passenger pigeon. Uh, oh, that would be the podcast at powerblock.com. My story at powerblock.com. Yes. If you have what? If you have a testimony, a benefit, a result, mm. or just something to say that's awesome about power blocks because yeah. you found them and now they're your fave. Yeah, and we appreciate you listening. If you think anybody would benefit from listening to our podcast, you know we've got the interview sessions that Brad was one of those, but we have our Thursday sessions where we take a topic. Tabata was a recent yes. one and break it down, and we get a lot of good feedback on that. And we that's why we care, we're going to keep going as long as we get the feedback. Yeah. But like a lot of these, a lot of podcasters that are pretty new, we'd like our listenership to keep growing because we think people out there would would benefit from it. Whether you're driving in a car for a commute, you're on a run, you're doing something you're at, at the, the gym, gym. Yeah, yeah, just hanging out, to, uh, put us on and listen to you know. Kitty and Jason. Good vibes. Which is High called, fives. What are we called? More than just dumbbells? More than just dumbbells. <laughs> That's what's up. All Thank right. you so much, everybody, for your supports, your shares, your listens. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of our squad. Peace out. See you next week. <laughs>